Hello and welcome to Podmas Day 2. So yesterday I was out walking, but today you're with me as I cook dinner. And I'm really sorry because I'm, I think I sound worse than I did yesterday. Um, never mind. You know what it's like. I've got the good drugs though, so, and by the good drugs I mean, you know, nothing illegal. Um, so hopefully I'll sound a lot better tomorrow. <laughs> wishful thinking <laughs> uh, so today first of December guys put my tree up um, what else did I do wandered around in the rain quite a lot dealt with a bit of a grumpy child attempted to be Christmassy even though she definitely didn't want to be Christmassy um, <laughs> no, it was actually a really lovely day um, we are in Brighton for the first time um, for Christmas because we moved here earlier in the year and oh, it's just so exciting that we're in our own house and it's a lot bigger than our old house which means that I mean I'm not really sure why I'm being so braggy um, which just means that we can have people come and stay with us for once however we haven't actually invited anybody but people are still coming <laughs> um, but it's really nice because we can be in our own space and yeah loving it um, I'm just going to pause because I think I'm going to sneeze okay I'm back um, I did sneeze you'll be glad to know Okay, so I just want to say a huge thanks to everybody who's taken part in Podmas so far over Instagram and, oh, like, amazing, amazing. Um, I know not everybody has podcasts, so just taking part online is brilliant. Um, yeah, there's been some really, really cool res- uh, not responses, answers to the first prompt, which is what the be- what is the best piece of advice that anybody's given you. Um Sass Petherix was amazing. It gave me all the tingles and made me feel a bit emotional as well. And um, Tori, the stories of Tori, did the most beautiful video because she's so, so talented. If you don't follow her, you should. Um, and Being Change, I can't, I can't remember her real name, so I'm really, really sorry. I think it's Ellen. Um, it's really terrible that I don't know her real name because she's interviewed me for her podcast yes Ellen, it's Ellen Um, she did an Instagram live oh and I'm sorry if I've forgotten you um, because loads of people took part and they were all just lovely oh yes and Charlie Swift and Audrey, I don't know Audrey's last name I can't remember it Um, they launched their podcast on the 1st of December, in line with Podmas. So they are extra special um, because it's a big launch and also a kind of mammoth Podmas. Okay, so I better get into today because it's kind of it's kind of a meaty one. Um, oh, bloody hell, I'm chopping onions and I have got an itchy eye. Oh, I don't really want to itch my eye, though. Um, so the prompt is... Being vulnerable online means ellipsis. Um, Yes, so anybody who knows me, and I'm guessing that if you're listening as Podmas, you probably, this isn't the first time you've heard from me, um, you'll know that I very much um, kind of live in, feel very comfortable with vulnerability online or at least it probably appears that way um and I 
Um, super comfortable being really honest. Side note, I say super uh, more than I should. Um, I'm really comfortable being honest online. Um, and when I get interviewed for podcasts sometimes, I get asked, have I always... Has that always been the case? And no, absolutely not. That's not always been the case. And I've kind of talked about that a few times, that growing up I had a lot of shame, even up until, you know, some of my school friends um, who very much saw me the way I was. Um, And I had a lot of shame around that, about being a certain way, being outspoken and... I really fell out with a... Not fell out, but... Yeah, I suppose I did sort of fall out. Um, with a friend last year because she just didn't like... That I was so opinionated. Um, or at least she didn't like that I had different opinions to her and I was very comfortable saying them. Um, you know, we didn't... It wasn't like we argued about them. Anyway, I'm kind of getting off topic. So being vulnerable online, to me, means first and foremost feeling safe to do so I think there's a difference between vulnerability that you own and the vulnerability that you feel obligated to share and I don't know I think sometimes there's a level of um, entitlement around um, people especially not for me so much but for people who have much much bigger accounts than me probably their followers have a, some of their followers have a bit of a level of entitlement that you should share you should share everything and i don't believe or agree that we owe anybody anything <laughs> certainly not our deepest darkest feelings however i really 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 believe that feeling comfortable with vulnerability (coughs) excuse me is where the magic happens feeling comfortable to publish that blog post where you are saying something you were scared to say before because it's it's not the status quo that's a, a little bit of magic no i don't know i think so um And it's really easy for me to say that, I think, because I don't have a huge following. So for me to be super vulnerable and say something perhaps controversial or something that isn't the status quo or even reneging and going back on something that I previously said isn't a huge risk to me. However, I don't think anything bad comes from being yourself and being honest and being open I also think it's really, it's a a way of giving your, the people that follow you, the people that come across you for for whatever reason, because they found a blog post of yours through Pinterest or whatever, they Googled you and found you. um, It gives people permission to be themselves and to relate to you. Because if you can be vulnerable and show your strength in vulnerability, because that's what it is really, isn't it? It takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable because it's, I'm not going to lie to you, it's, uh, it can be really exhausting keeping up the, like, values of always being true to yourself and being vulnerable. And I guess I should probably give you an example of that. 
So a couple of things, a couple of times when I felt a bit like it would be so much easier for me not to be vulnerable are when I made some really shitty business decisions. I um, invested in a coach who wasn't right for me and I couldn't, I was too scared to admit it and admit that it wasn't right and that I'd made the wrong decision for the wrong reasons. Um, And so I kind of kept up with it and kept investing in different ways and going back on decisions and all the rest of it because I just wanted to almost cover up the mistake. And obviously, you know what happens. It's not the lie, it's the cover-up. So then I just kept falling in, like, the mistake, the hole that I felt that I was in was really big and the reason I did that was a lot of social anxiety I didn't I felt like I didn't want that person to talk badly about me or mutual friends to think I was an idiot or I didn't want anyone to think I'd failed I didn't want anyone to think I couldn't afford a coach or and that wasn't the reason that I didn't want the coaching one yeah ish um yeah like and it felt really vulnerable to share that but I did I shared it first in a safe a place that felt really safe for me which is my the Facebook group for um the podcast so I know if you want to join that just google uh, just type what she said podcast into Facebook and you'll find us um so I shared it there first and uh, like the group is amazing and the reaction was lovely and I felt really safe And then I talked to a friend about it who I really respect and trust. And then I decided to talk about it on the podcast. And and I talked about the ethics of coaching with Sass Petherick. And you can listen to that that episode. Um, It's the latest one. So, ooh, my husband's back from the shops. So you might hear him as well. So, first of all, when you feel that you want to be vulnerable but you're nervous to be vulnerable doing it in a safe place first at the place that's safe for you is a really good idea and you never have to go further than that you never have to take it more public um what other examples can I give you oh I feel like I do it all the time like there's even times when I have used single-use plastic and I feel really ashamed of myself, and I either own own the fact that I did that and the reasons why, and don't feel ashamed about it, and and share it with everybody to keep me accountable, or I just hide it, cover it up, and feel even worse. So I always opt for the uh, share everything online. share everything, be open and honest and just deal with the fact that I might have a bit of a vulnerability hangover. And you know what? Nothing bad ever happens. People are really nice. It helps other people feel that they can be vulnerable too. And I honestly think that anybody who follows me and enjoys what I do across across my blog or Instagram, podcast, whatever, they do so because they know I'll tell the truth and that I'll be vulnerable and that I make mistakes that's relatable isn't it 10 seconds to go before 12 minutes I'm really really trying hard to keep it to 12 minutes so (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow